0: Welcome everyone, this is Elton McMillan and you're listening to the Quest Life Podcast, the show that equips and encourages Quest Life alumni impacted by the life-changing encounter of a five and a half day quest. Welcome back to our conversation about confession. As we continue our conversation, we see that God is not about just pointing out when we sin, but rather, it's really about a relationship of growing in and with Him. Let's join in on the conversation.
1: Whatever that next thing is. Because without the misses, you cannot have the makes.
0: You know, as you were saying that, I was thinking that player's got a uniform that they're on the court. Mm -hmm. Going back to, again, identity.
1: They made the team.
0: They made the team. The coach has a process for them. He understands that within the process, there are things that are going to happen in the game, right? Mm -hmm. And for us at Fellowship of the Sword, we had the five-and-a-half-day event and all of us have been in that place of needing to (laughs) confess sin to, I think we, I'm going to say it this way. We've been in that place, but to be in a place where, you know, after 20 years of doing this, Mm -hmm. what are some lessons that we've learned from that? When people are at that place, like what gets them over and it's not a big line, but it's a thick line. Seems like to be willing to uh, confess what's going on in their life. What do you think are some of the things that we do uh, as an organization that we've lessons, I guess, lessons learned?
2: I mean, I I think the environment of, like, a safe environment where you're not judged, so I think part of it is mm. understanding the benefits of confession. You know? Yeah. Um, but we don't, I think we do that by creating more of a an environment that says you're seen and accepted and you're not judged I think the the idea of confession that we're dealing with is to switch the paradigm from a negative connotation to go, really, what does the Bible Mm -hmm. say about confession Mm -hmm. versus what did culture say? What did my upbringing say? All these narratives that I've accumulated Mm -hmm. about this particular word, what does God say about confession? Mm -hmm. And if you Mm -hmm. can allow people to get the truth of God's word as to what it means to confess um, and the benefits of it, then people begin to then embrace it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this, so First John 1, 9, we talked about it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Paige talked about, if you read that, there's a benefit, there's an incredible benefit to confession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we get forgiven. Yeah. And the justice of God is given yeah. to us, which is mercy and grace. Yeah. Um, so when people understand that, I think, then they really embrace this idea of confession is something mm-hmm. that's positive mm-hmm. and life-giving and it produces great, you know, positive fruit in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause if you don't, um, and I think some of it is perhaps not only reframing the idea of what confession is and understanding what sin is and understanding mm-hmm. the mechanics of shame and mm-hmm. that's that disappointment and that embarrassment. But along with that, knowing what the goal is, what's the goal? You exactly. know, in the continuing metaphor of athletics, an athlete knows what the goal is and knows what needs to be overcome. You know, I know I'm weak on the left side, so I work on that. I know I might not be as tall as my competitors, so I, I work on that. Yeah. And not that I can grow, but I, there are ways to overcome what that thing is mm-hmm. because there's a goal. I, mm-hmm. and, and that goal is very physical. Make uh, be- better percentage scoring Faster on the mark from sure. point A to point B. Whatever that thing is, we there's a tangible idea. In this in this in our spiritual life, I I find that we don't necessarily have tangible goals. We don't have we don't hmm. know where we're going with this. So we just keep spinning around in circles and we get lost in our mistakes. We get lost in our misses. Yeah, that's true. Because we don't know what the miss is for. Yeah. If I know what the miss is for, if I know where I'm going in that, then I'm more likely to embrace That This is something I go through. This is something I move past. This is something that I I see, I identify, I understand where it comes from, because I want to get over there. Mm -hmm. I want to get to the next spot, to the next level of growth. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get stuck here, but people get stuck there because they don't know what the next spot is. When you have a clear view of what your salvation, your Christianity, your Identity in Christ and your relationship with Jesus is for. Then, sin and the confession of sin um, loses its sting; it loses that that emotional dysfunction that fear
0: mm-hmm.
1: of exposure mm-hmm. brings.
0: Yeah. I want to say, we're going to go into the process here in just a second, but before we do that, I was just thinking about the word invitation is a really important word to what we do. And when I look at 1 John 1, 9, we we bypass an important word, which is if.
1: If, yeah.
0: Not so much the one time that you make a mistake or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's almost like he's saying, I get this is part of the process going back to what you were saying, Paige. This is part of the process, but... If you confess, Mm -hmm. meaning it's an opportunity, it's Mm -hmm. an invitation versus I know you're going to make a mistake. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And because I'm a nice guy, I provided a way for you to come back to to a woe is me type of a thing. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about the power of the invitation there, because I think that that, to me, it filters out some of the shame Mm -hmm. and fear and embarrassment. Mm -hmm. When when we're thinking about even the, the question that was asked earlier, am I supposed to be perfect after I meet Jesus? Well, this is, this is after the cross situation. This is like, hey, once he's already done this for you, if we confess our sins, talk to me about the power of invitation when it comes to confession. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I, I think the invitation part of it, just the word invitation is... It's almost, it, it's it's never put with confession. I mean, the word invitation and confession is is not two words that you find. Together, <laughs> that's true. Right? Yeah, that's true. If you go back to the old paradigm, you're forced. You know, there's a guilt on you to confess. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's a force. There's a sense of if you don't, then you don't get right. So, yeah. so even the invitation to know that I'm invited to mm-hmm. is is a, that's is a welcoming environment mm-hmm. and then the benefit of if you do this, here's the great thing that will come from it is God's invitation to mm-hmm. us, right? So it's, I think the entire paradigm of confession, the entire kind of the change of looking at, you said it like what's the goal of the Christian life mm-hmm. really sets us up for a lot of these misinterpretation, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, we, you have two different, I look at like two different narratives or two different paradigms. One is like sin management, religion mm-hmm. which is hey, you know, you gotta be better, you gotta do better mm-hmm. and even the disciplines become negative. You gotta pray and read the Bible and do your devotional mm-hmm. I mean if the related lit- it, it must be Yeah. For the you. litany of stuff that you're given, even at the beginning, really mm-hmm. speaks to the fact that you've got to do a lot to be pleasing to God. Uh, versus hey you're born again into the family and my goal for you is that you mature as a son and a daughter mm-hmm. and you grow up so that we can have this relationship. Oh, and by the way, yeah, these are things that will keep us away from the relationships. Man, I, let's get those out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that our relationships can keep growing rather than I got to do the dance to get the pat, I got to right. do the right. dance for you to get the pleasing. I'm already mm-hmm. pleased with you. So that's the reason why even the River Jordan is so, for me, a, a very foundational revelation when the father tells the son, hey, in the River Jordan, before he started ministry, even before Jesus started his ministry. The first words from dad to son was, Hey, you're my son. So let's, let's set, let, let me remind you that we're operating from a relationship of father son. Hmm. You can't earn sonship. I can't earn to be a son. I'm born into it. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. son's a born, right. that's what born again is. I, I, so let's establish the fact that you're a son and I'm already pleased with you. You don't have to do the dance for me to be pleased with you. That's mm-hmm. very good. So, if you start ministry or life in general from two foundational principles, which is, I'm a son, I'm a daughter, mm-hmm. and He's already pleased with me completely, mm-hmm. then if I if I if those are foundational pillars, then how then do I live my life? Right. Then mm-hmm. confession is simply something that I do to keep the relationship going right. right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I see the invitation becomes. It makes sense to this paradigm Mm -hmm. because the father's invited me versus it's so foreign in the other one right because there you're not invited you're forced yeah Yeah. you're clobbered right yeah
1: and if is so empowering there's no excuse for if i can't woe is me if there's an if right you chose yeah the 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 thing that frustrates me i think after 20 years is all of those who don't know it's a choice that you've been invited that it is it's It is a choice, and it's an empowering choice, and it's a choice you have the right to make. You also have the right not to. I agree. But whatever it is, you're going to step into it, and you're going to taste and see that the Lord is good. You're going to take him up. If you'll confess, if you'll come to me, if you'll try this out, you'll see. Or you can choose not to because you don't want to see because you have some predetermined notion that the outcome is going to be terrible despite the fact that the instructions say, Clearly, it's not going to be. Nobody's trying to trick you. This is not God playing good cop, bad cop. This is not, you know, you're going to tell me, and it's just important that you tell me the truth, and then the hammer falls, and you end up, no, that that isn't going to happen. But there is this empowerment in if that completely erases the victim of sin. It's going to happen. We're flawed. We have that predisposition in us. Hmm. Sin is a natural part of who we are. But I don't feel ashamed over sneezing. Why would I? It's a natural bodily function. Stuff gets in your nose and you sneeze. Everybody sneezes. That's part of the deal. <laughs> but we don't go to like sneeze recovery groups. We don't, you know, it's, awesome. just, it's just a thing yeah. and it's there. Yeah. But if you don't know how it functions and you don't understand, if if you'll come to me with that cold, I got something for you then that takes all the weight off. I have to keep this. I have to hold this. There's nowhere else I can go. There's nothing I can do. No, there's actually Mm -hmm. a very good, clear path for the remedy for this thing that isn't going to completely eradicate it from your life, but it's going to make it livable. Yeah. And it's going to remove all of the stuff that you piled on top of it because you didn't activate or you did activate your if. Why don't you if the other direction? Mm-hmm. You know the yeah. one. The one if if you don't, we've we've done that. Mm-hmm. If you want to ch- see a change, why don't you if the other way, and let's see mm-hmm. if he's not faithful yeah. and just. I think
2: yeah. but I mean, part of it too, that I've seen in my own life, and then just in general, being in, is is um, if puts a responsibility on you. I think Hmm. there's such a responsibility Hmm. given to the believer Mm -hmm. that has been taken away from them based on our systems that go, we'll do it for you. Mm -hmm. And I think God really puts a lot of, he puts the entire responsibility on you to respond. And uh, he does not have a codependent relationship with us. You know, like he puts that on us. So I think there's such a responsibility that we refuse to take on because I want to blame others, and I want to blame this, and I want to blame the system, mm-hmm. versus God's like, no, it's you. It's me and you. If you do this, it's on you to make the decision. Right. I've given you the free will to make that decision. And so confession is one of those things that he goes, if you confess. And really, if you think about the word confess, also in First John 1, 9, if you confess your faults or you confess your mm-hmm. sins, he's just <coughs> to mm-hmm. forgive you. Mm-hmm and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness, even the word confession is really not, it's not that he's not forgiven you. He, you're already forgiven. Mm-hmm. Confession means an acknowledgement. Yeah. Of you know, mm-hmm. So in a relationship, it's like with anything else. If your son or your daughter missed the mark, mm-hmm. you already love them. Yeah. You can't love them less. Right. But you want to know that they know that this was not mm. right, so the relationship can keep building itself. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. And that's what God expects from us. did you understand that that was yes that that really hindered our relationship? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I mm-hmm. acknowledge that. Cool, good. Yeah, you're forgiven, and you know it is
1: that honest assessment. It's an evaluative sort of thing, which puts mm. value into, value extract extracts the value from the moment. Uh-huh. So the it's whole idea is, is growing, right? It, yeah, you either. Um, I heard somebody say the other day, you either uh, win or you learn. Mm-hmm. But we take this idea that the you know, if if you feel as bad as you're supposed to feel, then God is faithful in just. <laughs> right. I can't tell you how many people that I that I talked to who <clears throat> confess the fact that they were involved in a situation that turned out poorly bad feelings bad outcome bad. they didn't do anything they were just present when bad stuff happened and because it was bad and there are bad feelings they must have done something wrong hmm. to sit with the lord and take an honest evaluation to hear him say y- you didn't you either did it hmm. or you didn't do it but here's the here's what was happening in the moment this is what you did this is what you activated do you see it yeah I see it do you want that? No, I don't want that. Okay, well, give it to me. Okay. And now we're moving on.
2: And that's, it's a growth. It's really, if you it think about it, such a, like a relational. You now, we did a podcast called Untruth, that truth is relational. Uh-huh. So it's, a, it's an ongoing relationship. Right. You know, um, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus says, I am truth means I'm a relationship and I'm truth. So all these confessions really, in, if you have the paradigm of growth and relationship and maturity and, Getting to know how you operate, all this makes sense in that paradigm, mm-hmm. yes, right? Because it's just yes. natural to growth and learning. Oh, let me see, I missed the mark, which is sin. So let's let's define sin as missing the mark. Okay, it's not it's not me groveling and me feeling guilty. It's like okay, I missed the mark, exactly. and so confession is like, yeah, God, I agree with you, I missed the mark on that. Mm-hmm. And God's like, good. Mm-hmm. And if we take the paradigm,
0: I was just thinking about when our children were four or five years old. You absolutely knew what they did. Sure. So you could have come, you could have been authoritative and let them know what it was, discipline them, consequences. And for a lot of parents, the kid never says a thing. But but God's saying relationally, because I'm all-knowing, it's not like you're going to tell me something I don't already know. That's right. Right? But for your benefit... Mm -hmm. Is what I hear you guys saying. Yeah. But for your benefit, first of all, you need to know that it is not the right thing. That you're relationally, this is not the best for us. And the Bible says this is sin. Missing the mark. And then we were talking about owning it. So I I know it. Mm -hmm. And then I own it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm still thinking about my children as four or five year olds, right? And then there comes that point where. There's something powerful about saying it. Yes. And that's like at the core of what we're talking about yes. today. Yes. Why do you think it's of such a great, I, I know it, I own it, man, but it, it takes something inside of me to actually say I did it out loud. Mm-hmm. Once again, thinking about our kids, thinking about myself as a young boy, I know it, I own it. But if I say it, it's like, what am, am I afraid that it's permanent? I mean, what is it that makes me, everybody's going to really know? like. Let me say it this way. If I know it and I own it, maybe even inside I can, like, me and God are good because he knows that I know and I own it between me and him.
1: <laughs> it's, that, it's that understanding look. You know I know. Right. Okay, let's move on.
0: Why is it so important to the Father
2: that we confess it? What do you guys think? Um, I I'm, I mean, confession is important because confession, is, it's it's owning it, but it's owning it, you know, it's owning it. We're communal, right? Like, God sees us in communities and families, Mm. right? Even though we're one, he sees us as Mm -hmm. a community. So a lot of principles that we apply is not only individual. See, I think part in America, we grew up with such an individual notion of Christianity. It's me and Jesus. Mm. But really, it's not you and Jesus because you're part of a body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jesus sees you in lieu of the context of the body of Christ. Even though you're an individual, you're a liver. Yeah. But God sees you connected <clears throat> to the kidneys, to the right. heart. So he sees you there. So both are important to him. So I think when we think of confession and we think me and God, God's like, no, it's affecting the community as well. Mm-hmm. And so part of confession is is that you hear it, but also that it impacts kind of people know. Mm-hmm. And there is an impact <clears throat> socially. So, for yeah. example, with the kid analogy, if I have many kids and then one kid missed the mark and I want him to understand I want him to understand what he did so that we're together. I, I love him and forgive him, but what he did was not good for the for us and for the family. His confession, is understanding of it is important because I want to know he knows. See, unless he knows it, he's going to do it again without, yeah. with ignorance. But so the confession is, okay, you understand. Now, confessing it to me publicly means now it impacts the others.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: So I see it in lieu of like confession is outwardly me and the Lord, but also because we live in community, I think it helps solidify the change and also helps teach the community in general. So Mm -hmm. I I just kind of look at those two Mm -hmm. aspects of confession.
1: Yeah. Um, It appears Mm -hmm. that talking is a really big deal in Scripture.
0: Yep. There's power in it. There's there's
1: huge power in it. (laughs) We, I don't know, we, we tend to study talking in a way to curb our speech, but not in a way to release our speech. Hmm. And after, you know, 20 years in this particular ministry, but more than that on the earth, it appears that the last final healing moment in my experience is when I talk about it.
0: As you can hear, this was an engaging conversation for us as well. Understanding the power of our words. Words, they really do matter to God. I would like to invite you to listen to part three as we finish our series of confession. If you'd like to know more about the five and a half day quest, you can find us at thequestlife.com. Once again, thequestlife.com. You're invited. Remember, draw near to God and he will draw near to you.